Hello, Brian's and possibly not Brian's. This is all the Brian's, where a Brian interviews Brian's. And this episode is brought to you by the Brian Brackbrick children's book series, with the Brian character being the star of the stories. The first one titled Brian Brackbrick and the Hazard of Harry Hatman, available now over on Amazon. Brian Brackbrick Books. Enjoy some Brian alliteration if you're not illiterate. So, this episode's Brian is a dodgeballer for the Canadian national team, which recently competed at the Dodgeball World Cup at Madison Square Garden. And in other Brian-related dodgeball news, I learned that Brian Peacock of the Ohio State Dodgeball Syndicate holds the record for the fastest dodgeball throw, clocking in at 73 miles per hour at the West Hopkins Fastest Arm Contest in 2016. Brian's are clearly dominating dodgeball. Let's now hear from one of these Brian's at Madison Square Garden. Uh, my name is Brian Waring, I'm, uh, and I am a dodgeball player uh, for Team Canada, and we're here in New York City playing in the World Cup at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that is, that is wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild for me. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're on the Canadian like national team, so like... Yeah, it's... For- <laughs> First of all, I didn't even know there was like national. Okay, I didn't know there was a dodgeball World Cup, and I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know there was like national teams of dodgeball. Like, is this like a relatively new thing? Has World, um, dodgeball World Cup been around for a while? This is the second one. Second one ever. Second one ever. So the first one was in Manchester in 2016. In uh, England. In England. Okay. Yeah. Twenty. So is it every two years? Then? It's every two years. So not four years. Okay. So every two years, and it just so it's kind of like the. I'll just say, like, World Cup of soccer, you know, is, like, shorthand, but, yeah, like, kind of like that. More or less, and, I mean, it's still a new organization, so yeah. we're really trying to grow the sport. Um, a really good friend of mine, Katie Morrison, is in charge of all of our, all of our, like, our Team Canada. She's She's been in with, uh, it's called the WDA, the World Dodgeball Association, so she's our representative in there. And uh, she's put so much work into this; it's been unbelievable just to just to get us out here, make it all happen, and um, it's just been crazy to see it all come together. It's just <laughs> been unreal. How is uh, how many teams are in the World Cup of Dodgeball? Um, there, I think I it's thirteen nations. Thirteen nations. Yeah, because there's there's a men's, women's, and mixed division, and. Um, there's different countries in each. So every region, every, like we had an America's Cup, there was a European final, an Asian final, I think. And, and those are the qualifying? And, and those were all the qualifying rounds. Um, but yet you had to put your teams in individually, men's, mixed, and women's. So not all countries had all three squads come. Okay, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So, um, so there it's was... It's like singles and doubles and tennis. Right, kind of so like, there was ten... Separate tracks. Yeah, so there was ten, I'm pretty sure it's ten teams in each division for the tournament, but there was 13 countries overall, because some of them were not in all of them. Yeah, and it seems like, uh, you know, it seems like a good amount of, like, uh, European teams, there's definitely, like, a concentration there, like, especially, like, in the British Isles. Seems like a lot of teams from there that area, and then like England Asian, is, Asian teams. Is number one, yeah. Malaysia actually just before we came out here, Malaysia just England was a dominating force last year, and they were the champions. Yeah. And Malaysia just knocked their Eng- England's mixed team out in the semifinal. I believe it was the, the mixed team or the men's? their mixed team. Oh wow! Um, but it was a crazy game. Came right down to the last minute. They were tied thirteen thirteen at the end, and they had to have a sudden death 
show off in Malaysia one. Oh, dang. I think I'm, yeah, I missed, I just missed that one. Um, yeah, it was crazy. It was just before I came over here, probably half an hour before I came over. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's wild. Okay. I, I saw, uh, I saw a USA mixed team get knocked out, but there were some crazy plays in that one where like the guy, one guy just like, it was like down, he was like down like three to one on like players, like him versus three other players. And he just like one after the other, like knocked all three of them out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, crazy. yesterday in the, in the round Robin, my roommate Ethan knocked out five players to his one. He was down one. He was like he him was versus five one versus five. I told you he's our star <laughs> player, man. He's awesome. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, so we'll get more into like the details of the sport just cause like there's some things I, I, I yeah. I've now seen a few games today. It's like an all day event. Um, for those listening, like we're now like some, some semifinals and stuff are going on. There's like a, a New York NYPD versus like the, the firefighters, like a, a random game going on yeah. as well. And then there's like the finals tonight, which we'll get back over to. Um, but there's definitely some rules and things like that, that I don't, didn't quite pick up just from sure. watching it, but yeah. like a lot of it I could understand. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, but just back to like uh, it being in this kind of World Cup structure as like a national sport. Like, how are like players uh, like chosen for the national team? And like, where actually um, where are you from? Actually, in uh, I'm from Hamilton, Ontario. Okay. Um, so we're about we're right in between Toronto and Niagara Falls, so about okay. 45 minutes an hour from each, um, and. Every country had, I will, at least from what I can hear and tell, every country had a different structure for how they selected their team. Okay. Um, I was talking to an Australian guy. He said they did like uh, regional qualifiers and then you had to move up and they had scouts for that. Um, I'm not sure. I think a lot of places do it that way. Uh, we did an individual tryout. Okay. And so so how do, what does that involve? <laughs> uh, well, so it was a full day, and we had a morning of fitness tests. Uh, we had to do uh, flexibility tests and agility tests and speed tests and, and uh, a beep test, which is like a, what? a, a beep test. It's, uh, it's an endurance test. It's basically you stand, I believe it's 20 yards away from, there's two lines 20 yards away, and the sound will beep, and then you got to jog to the other side before it beeps again and then once it beeps and you just jog back and forth and then it it progressively gets faster yeah and until you're just running and sprinting basically and you just and go, that's kind of to simulate the start of the games where you or the, the yeah set where you run well, this after was the, this wasn't really necessarily a dodgeball uh ass- assessment it was a it's an endurance test and that's you know they were testing for athleticism and, uh, you know, that's how they test, like, police officers, firefighters have to do this kind of stuff. You probably yeah. did it in high school gym class. But so Canada does this, but not all countries do this kind of thing as a tryout uh, for the, their Yeah, this is the way we team. did it. I don't know. I can't speak for all the other countries. I'm not too sure. I know that, like, England has, like, clubs everywhere. Yeah. And, like, England is the dominating force in this style of dodgeball. And uh, I know that they have teams everywhere so i'm not too sure their structure but yeah we did the tryout so it was a full morning of uh fitness tests and then in the afternoon we had a two-hour scrimmage and we just had everybody play and they had people taking notes so everybody had a number someone on from it. like the wda or someone from like the, no, from, like from the, the canadian, canadian organization organization yeah is there a coach for these t- each team or uh no? we have three coaches uh we have uh, our head coach is a guy named Omar, 
and uh, his assistant is Rob. And then on our mixed team, uh, we have another coach. His name's Bert Bert Holmes. He, um, yeah. And he comes uh, he comes from my area as well. Uh, actually, they all do. Um, and and that's it. Yeah. So Bert's coached our mixed team, and then the other two guys kind of help with every team. And how do coaches then interact with like a team, just like throughout the course of a, uh, of a match? Same as any other sport, really. I mean, you know, like are they drawing up plays? Like, yeah. Uh, they, I guess it's yeah. I mean, same as any other sport. I mean, they're watching the other team for you know flaws, or watching our team for flaws, watching the other team for flaws. Yeah. Watch, you know, uh, taking making sure that. Uh, you know, nothing that we don't notice is happening because that can happen sometimes. Where you know, you gotta have sometimes you gotta keep a close eye on what's happening because the refs can't catch everything. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. You know, uh, putting the lineups in, choosing the players. You know, it's the same as any. Like we had, you know, a few different lines. So how so how people would look at a, like uh, some of like the the big like four sports uh, at least in the U.S. Uh, you know, hockey or like yeah, football, football or basketball. Or same. Like the, 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 the coach, coach has the same on the sideline with his playbook. Same yeah. idea. We same had bird on the sideline with his playbook, sort of thing. You know, so uh, yeah. And I mean, he was. You know, the coaches have been great. Um, they, you know, they the other guys too. They're really big. Uh, they're both fitness trainers, so they were very helpful in coaching the team in that way as well. Yeah. So. Um, so you said England is specifically dominant in this style of play. Like, what is this style of play, and like, how is this different than like normal play? Uh, no, this is normal. I mean, there's just a few different, there's a few different organizations, um, different styles of balls. Uh, these ones are made with, um, these these ones are called cloth balls, and then there's the, uh, the other dominant style is is foam dodgeball, okay. um, which the balls are made of foam. They have like a I don't know if it's vinyl or something on the outside, but they're like squishy foam. Uh, Wait, this style and what kind of ball is this? This is a it's a cloth dodgeball, so it's cloth. almost like it's almost like a volleyball, but it has a cloth on the outside, so it's got an air bladder on the inside. Okay, so you don't play with a rubber ball? No, is, like, some people do. There's some okay. places that do. There's even places like you ever heard of like Sky Zone Trampoline Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have like ultimate dodgeball like world organization or national i don't know if it's a national organization but and they play i'm pretty sure they play with rubber okay i could be do you have an idea of like what what's the most popular type of ball that's played with uh yeah this one is the biggest worldwide it's cloth so the cloth which is what we're here for there's like this 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 weekend from what i hear is the biggest dodgeball event that's ever been held what is the most like popular or prevalent widespread uh yeah that's actual what, ball yeah that's what i mean so i think in my area it's definitely cloth i think it, it varies from area to area to area yeah uh some countries or some areas play more foam uh some people still play with rubber i know there's a lot of rubber that get, gets played here in the states yeah um, but like it's dangerous it hurts man like those balls is that like, like the out. biggest difference is that it's just like uh, a heft like it's just like a uh, heavier I'll honest, ball i'll be honest with you i've never played with rubber oh okay and i i don't play a lot of foam either okay so so you're used to like the i've been playing cloth for 13 years which is probably good if you're like if that's going to be where the standardized like you know type of right. ball becomes. Yeah, like this is the style. Um, they're actually trying to get it into the Olympics. Yeah, that was a question I was going to ask next. So, is that like is this kind of 
you know, if that's going to be coming like the standard, uh, the most widespread thing, then you have like an event like this. That's kind of this like, style. This style, I think, is the best style for a spectator sport. Okay, it's the most exciting to watch, just especially with the the way the lines are set up because you can run across to the opposite attack line. This was definitely, I think, a big show to to show what kind of spectator sport it can be. And I mean, yeah. it's packed in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. People are going nuts. <laughs> it's it's crazy if you watch it on on ESPN. Like the it's Ocho, so much, the Ocho. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much fun to watch. It's so entertaining. Um, and I know that they're trying to hopefully make a good show out of it and see what comes of it um, did you ever think you'd be playing a, a sport at madison man, square garden i can't it's <laughs> unbelievable like i can't yeah it's unbelievable <laughs> uh, we can't believe we're here so okay let's let's get a little bit into the details then just because like i think you know at least people who play dodgeball at a certain age um their popular association is with the movie dodgeball and like yeah that's, and that's like, it and like the so some of the ways that i've seen that it's this dodgeball, which is like, I, you know, consider maybe more like professional dodgeball is like, you know, there's different, there's like no, there's no costumes like they all wear in that movie. Right. Yeah, like, there's no, there's no bondage or anything. Like, yeah. Like people movie. are wearing like nice, you know, uniforms and stuff like that. Yeah, like what you would find on like a national, changes. national team of like another a sport, you know, there's yeah. no, so there's no costumes. There's nothing like going on that that's crazy. Um, it, it seems like the movie portray, portrays some of the rules though, like pretty accurately how would you like to take a break from that fine lead-based paint and learn about dodgeball boy would i dodgeball is played with six players on each team and six rubber balls the object of the game is to eliminate the opposing players if you catch a ball that's thrown at you before it hits the ground then the player who threw that ball is out not you plus another player from your team gets to come back into the game it's a two-player swing. But remember, dodgeball is a sport of violence, exclusion, and degradation. So, when you're picking players in gym class, remember to pick the bigger, stronger kids for your team. That way, you can all gang up on the weaker ones, like Winston here. <laughs> nice one, son. You'll be an all-star yet. Just remember the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Is it six balls that are set out in front? Five balls. Five balls that are set out in five front. Um, pe- both sides, uh, some players do, some players don't. Um, seems like they run at the balls and then bring them back and then just play ensues. Yeah, where... so well, so the, the, the way the balls are lined up, you, so your team is entitled to the two balls on the left, and their team is entitled to the two balls on the right, and you oh. raise for the middle ball. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this so, would be helpful for me to know for the yeah. final. <laughs> so now, if you don't get your balls in time, if for any reason you don't get up and get your left your your balls, yeah. Once they clear their all the balls they have back behind their their check line, yeah. Uh, then they're free to go get those balls. So you got to make sure you get them. Okay. So so like goal number one at the start is get, get your balls. two balls. That's goal. And then, so, 
it, it, but it, at that same moment, it's a battle as well for the, the middle ball. It's a race for the middle, yeah. Generally, it's so the person on the left or sometimes two people on the left will run for the left balls. And then, yeah, you'll have your center guy run for the middle or, or girl. I mean, God, yeah. whoever's quickest, you know? Yeah, and then you're probably positioning those players in those spots. Right, exactly. Just for that reason. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, it's just like any other sport. You have positions. I mean, like the, the it, set. So there is designated positions, like, um, aside yeah, from that. Like it's it's kind of like, because because the way you jumble around so much, everybody yeah. kind of plays everything, but there is, like, when you're in the certain positions on the court, you have to be playing a certain way. I mean, the centers are more for uh, the centers, at least, you know, on our squad, uh, you know, lead the charge and, uh, you know, make the calls, because we do have a lot of calls. It's all mostly, anyway, done with hand signals. Um, so that way, you know, everybody's coordinated because you have to coordinate the attack. Generally, the corners will have the balls, and it's just the best place because they have the best vantage point to kind of see the whole court in front of them. So there, are they, like, designated as throwers? Or, uh, like, is there is there any sort of breakdown between who's who should be throwing, who should be catching, like, uh, who should be, like, Everybody be, should be doing everything. Every, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's yeah. not uh, – yeah, I was just wondering if there is, like, kind of a, a – you know, a, I mean, it's hard <laughs> – Sometimes it can be hard to make a catch with those balls flying at you, especially that close, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, everybody should be, you know, doing the catching, throwing, dodge, duck, dip, dive, dodging, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's all important. Um, but everybody, no, everybody, those are the basic skills of the game, so everybody has to have those. Um, and then the positions, the way they broke it down for me when I started training for this was there's four different styles of players. Yeah. They have, you have your thrower, which is like your arm, uh, your catcher, uh, your, I'm sorry, thrower, catcher, dodger, and your instigator. So obviously thrower, catcher, dodger are all pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, the instigator is the guy who is up in the middle with a ball, just, just, pushing the other team you know putting pressure on the other team trying to throw them off because what you want them to do ultimately is release their balls yeah you want to try and bait their balls and get as many balls as you can to your side to uh, you know uh, increase your attack um so it kind of it, does it all seem, comes it, down to ball control. The whole game comes down to ball control. Yeah, it seems like just just watching a couple of matches, it seems like there's like there is like this kind of natural cadence to the game of like comes in waves of when you're on offense a little bit, and then mm-hmm. when you get yeah, onto defense. It's, like but, I said, yeah, yeah. it's the same as any other sport like that where there is offensive plays and there's defensive plays, and then you you know you you go with your attack, and it all happens so quick. But as far as like this uh, play calling, like you were saying, and like, you're using hand signals to coordinate plays and stuff like that, is mm-hmm. is did you say the is there one there's one person that's kind of like uh, calling the plays? Uh, well, it could be any team member, but we generally had it whoever's in the middle. Generally, whoever is in the middle is the one who's moving forward with the ball and and making the call and going. But the reason it has to be any particular player who can do that is because. The game happens so quick, you could be on this side of the court and then slide to do a dodge and all of a sudden you're on the other side of the court and you can't, and then they're coming at you again right away, you can't get back over to that position, right? So you kind of have to back up and play whatever position you fall into. But so when you're building a team though, like are you trying to build people, like kind of having this diversity of people 
you know, then that are like someone who might be specialized in being a thrower, someone who might specialize in sure. being a catcher. Yeah, like, that absolutely. just kind of goes into bi- the a- building a makeup of a team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think it's definitely important to have all different aspects of the game on your team. Yeah. Um, ideally, it's good to have players who are just well-rounded all around. Um, but obviously, there's you know there's people who just catch everything. Uh, there's yeah. <laughs> people who just man. There's this one guy on my team, Connor Hickingbottom. You should see this guy throw. Look him up. Like he's got <laughs> the craziest arm I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure he'll put a hole in the wall if he tries. And so, is it? Do you necessarily have to be a big guy to really like throw hard, or is that kind of like no? Just, uh, you know, be like a little bit of a misconception. Like you know, in the movie Dodgeball, like the yeah, the Globo Gym guys are all like these giant like yeah, yeah. steroid dudes that are like <laughs> yeah. look like okay, yeah, they're gonna just whip the ball really hard. But like, I don't know if that the teams that I've seen out there are not like so many like just huge people. I mean, I'm know? a big guy. I'm six foot two, two hundred twenty five pounds. Like yeah, you know, but I can't. <laughs> but that, but it's not necessarily the most I guess important thing when it comes to just being able to throw a ball hard. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, you got to be hard, but I think I think power is important, but I think accuracy is more important. Is like grip kind of like a big factor in dodge, like a grip strength kind of? Is uh, that... No, that I mean that was never tested. <laughs> You're I never mean, tested for like grip strength. But like I said, yeah, they they watched all the players play for a couple hours, and I mean, <laughs> when you know the game, when you know the game and like all the little parts and intricacies of the game, like. You can see it when you're watching them play. You see, okay, this guy's a catcher. Wow, this guy's been playing. This guy's got a great arm. Oh, that guy's dodging. Like you just you yeah. see it, and you can tell kind of who's got the strengths. And, yeah. <laughs> so like, so going back into more into a little bit of the rules, you know, you throw the ball, you hit someone, and they don't catch it, then they're out. And you can hit them anywhere. Like you can hit them in the head. You can hit yeah, them. Yeah, you can hit them anywhere. Um, I mean, when you play, like, cause I mean, yeah, I play here. I play at this level, but I also play in a lot of uh, house leagues and recreational leagues at home. And uh, in a lot of the those leagues, uh, headshots are frowned upon. Okay, but like yeah. here, it's just like okay, it's just part of the game. here. It's part of the game. I mean, this on this level, I mean, you, if you get hit in the head, I mean, you should have been looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then, but if they if someone catches the ball. The person who threw it through it was is out. That's right. And then someone and you else get a player in. gets to bring a player in. That's right. Yeah. So those are the basic mechanics. Like, is there any other like weird rules like aside from these rules that might not be known? Because there's a couple times that I was with my buddies, we were watching a couple of the matches, and there'd be like something where we were like, "Wait, why is that person out now?" That happens a lot. And we're uh, like confused, and we're was like, "Do we? Is there some sort of rule we don't understand?" Well, or? there's lots of rules. I mean, the rule book <laughs> is this thick. Yeah, uh, what would be like a, maybe like the most common rule that like the average viewer might not like know about? Do you think is there uh, are there a couple things that like come up when you bring buddies to be like, "Hey, want to come see us play dodgeball?" And they're like, "Wait, what?" What's yeah, happening? I mean, it's hard to just think of it on the spot. There's a lot like I mean, all the lines are you know you can't cross a line like you can't cross a line um, here. Uh, it depends where you play. Like at this level here, like hard line. Like if you even touch the line with your foot. You're yeah. out. Um, so that's important. So maybe something like that happened. You didn't know why they had to walk off, and that was a reason. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's one. Uh, an invalid throw. If You have to throw the ball within, I think it's a meter and a half of another player, or you're out. So basically, if you're standing oh, in one corner of the court, okay. and I throw it at the other corner of the court just to get rid of the ball, because there's timers on the balls and stuff, you have to move the balls. You can't just hold on to them. Like, you have to... Oh, like, what is, like, almost like the like a shot clock kind of a thing, where it's like... No, it, so the way it works is it, it, the refs kind of keep a silent count to five, uh, and then they call play ball. 
And then once the ref calls play ball, you have to release all but one of your balls. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't even so, know that. But that's and that's <laughs> if the game's not moving. If the okay. game is, if you keep the game moving, the ref won't call play ball on you, and you can keep it moving. But the rule is, whoever has the majority has to throw. So there's five balls. If you have three or four balls or five balls, you have to throw. Oh, interesting. And the, and okay. The, and the team with the two balls is on the defense. Yeah. So basically, wherever that fifth ball is, is the team that's on the offense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. That'll oh, it'll change how I watch like the, <laughs> the, the, the final games. No, for sure. Um, and so, like the basic, like then scoring, like or like or like the time and everything, like that. Some of that I was a little uh, bit confused by. Uh, it seems so, like there's two 15 minute halves, so and two, then there's like all these like sets as well. Yeah, that, so there's two 15 minute halves, and the sets have a maximum of three minutes. So basically, you play for three minutes, and if you don't, if one team isn't fully eliminated by the end of the of the three minutes, whichever team has more players gets the point. Okay, and is it always two points? Or like- um, this scoring system here uh, is new to me. We usually just play one point at a time. Uh, okay. Um, so the way they're scoring it here was two points per win. Yeah. Uh, but I noticed there was single points given away too. I'm pretty sure that that was for the occasions when there was... I don't know if it was when maybe there was a tie at the end of the three minutes or if the player at the end... Or the team at the end... No, I'm sorry. If the team at the end has more players they were getting two points but i'm pretty sure if it's a tie so if that three minutes goes up and each team has four players on i'm pretty sure that's when they were awarding the one point okay yeah that that was like the big question as well that we had where it was like okay they're going by two so obviously there's got to be a time when they're going when there is one and we saw some odd numbered yeah uh, scores and that's it yeah exactly and that's it but like i said that was new to me and i don't really know if that happened that tie that one point happened to our team so i didn't really notice while i was playing Okay, um, and like so, so also in the movie Dodgeball, there was like the sudden death where these two players just like Ben Still or Vince Vaughn just like stood yeah. there and like Vince Vaughn put on a blind, but like they just stood there and like threw a ball. Is that like an overtime rule kind of a thing, um, or is that like just made up for the movie? <laughs> uh, the overtime, no, generally for overtime, if it's tied and goes to overtime, I'm pretty sure you play a full set single, like full set elimination, sudden death. Yeah. Um, Again, it, the rules are kind of different. Uh, like, I ref in, like, four different organizations, and the rules are different everywhere. Um, and I, I'm not 100% sure here. Um, but the tie goes to, and you have to have a sudden death. And that's what happened with England and Malaysia just before. Yeah. Um, they had a tie. They had to go to sudden death, and Malaysia beat England, which was a big upset. Um, pretty sure England was the champions last year. I know they were the men's champions, and I'm pretty sure they were the mixed champions as well. Yeah, it seems like Malaysia seems like it has a pretty good, uh, good crowd very, here too. Very yeah, they brought like a, a huge full fan yeah, base. Yeah, yeah. It's kind Which, of insane. It's crazy. Like we're the closest. Like we're ten hours away, and we have like our team and maybe ten people here with us. <laughs> yeah, like even like USA, where it's like we were completely outnumbered for some of the matches I'd seen in terms of fans, or it was like more even than I would expect. I don't know if like dodgeball is treated as like more of a professional kind of sport in some of these other countries. I know that like some of these countries take it pretty serious. Like uh, I mean, like the Malaysian guys, they it's full time for them. They're at. I was just talking to one of the guys. They they they're at it five days a week. And, and are any are any of them government sponsored? 
So if they're government sponsored, then are they like actually getting like paid then and stuff? I'm not a hundred percent. Like, are they sure. able to make like a, any sort of a living doing it? Like how you know, how, um, like in the classic sense of a professional yeah. athlete, is there anywhere in the world that that's a, that could be the case for a dodgeball player? Uh, I'm not sure. I think that Malaysia does or did. I, I'm not really sure the whole situation there. Um, not for us. For us, this was all. This is a private organization. We actually all had to pay for ourselves to come. Does so. Canada? What does does Canada provide anything like? Any no, s- this is totally not related to the government. It's a completely private organization. Do you consider yourself a professional dodgeball player? Like, uh, just how you think about it? Uh, <laughs> I, I, get, I don't know. I mean, like you you could totally no, you do totally I could, could. Do I yeah, consider yeah. myself like no, you totally I, I'm could. I'm a big goof, man. I, I don't yeah, know yeah. what it takes me seriously, but uh, but like you totally could. <laughs> I guess I could like say that you're a professional athlete. Yeah, but, like, like, I was just kind of curious. Like, do you consider yourself like? <laughs> I don't know, maybe not really. No, uh, not at all. Actually, no. I'm actually I'm a chef. Uh, yeah, yeah. I in my in my real life, in my other life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, you gotta you gotta support your well, your dodgeball. Well, dodgeball is life for me too. It's honestly like a part time job. Like I said to you, I mean, I yeah. ref and like I I help run a couple of leagues at home, and I and I I do refing everywhere. I'm at dodgeball five nights a week. Yeah. So aside from Madison Square Garden, where does the average dodgeball game take place? <laughs> Uh, Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Uh, um, Generally gyms, you know, uh, YMCA, school gyms, things like that. Anywhere where there's room to play, really. Kind of like just like rec league style, like those kind of things. Yeah, and and that's what it pretty much is everywhere. Uh, Like where I am anyway. And in the States too, they have a lot of that. But there's a lot of places that take it pretty professionally. Like, I mean, but even we... We had a couple times where we played friendly games against Team USA, mm-hmm. and, and we would just come down. Like we played one in, I think it was in Rochester, and uh, just at the YMCA. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, it's just interesting because it's like you know it has like that like this kind of like the dodgeball movie reputation of like you know it's a thing where it's like it's beer drinking league and like you know you say you're goof. It's like it's kind of that's how but it like, started out. And but then it's like here it's like you know but then when you see an event like this where it's like oh no this serious, isn't be taking very serious and very as a joke at all. Yeah, no, this no, is like and this is all this is serious to all of us. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't believe like a year and a half ago, like I said, yeah, I've been playing since two thousand and five. Yeah. And I didn't even know all of this existed. Uh, I didn't know there was this much dodgeball out there. And <laughs> I started getting involved in a different organization that kind of brought this to me. And then I found out about the tryout and went to try out. And I mean, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, what are your thoughts just like on the. M- are you sick of, like, when you say you play dodgeball to, like, someone else? Like, are you, are you sick of, like, uh, uh, the, the quotes of the movie no, Dodgeball? Oh, yeah, are you, like, it's like, yeah. What's the most common, like, thing people say? Oh, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the most popular one? That, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge, I hear that a lot, too. Yeah. But it's always, if you can dodge a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> are you, like, permanently scarred from watching that movie now? Like, no, you... I love it. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. I can't get enough. So it hasn't, yeah, it hasn't completely ruined it for you? No, not at all. Not at all. Rip Torn is the best. Like, you would you say that, like, that movie, had, had, how has that influenced the sport? Has it? I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty sure that's what gave, like, the, the girl who started my original house league when I started. Because when I started playing in 2005, it was when our league started. I was on the... F- one of the first team I think we were actually the first team to sign up for the league when the league started so this and this league kind of brought dodgeball to the city of Hamilton um, 
And I'm pretty sure that it was right around the time the movie came out, and I guarantee the movie's what gave them the idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and it, say, so in Hamilton, you're, you're on this league, and like, where are, are the Canadian national team players? Are they all pretty spread out around Canada, or is there a concentration uh, of like certain sad, hotbed? Sadly, is Hamilton a hotbed? Hamilton's a hotbed, yeah. <laughs> it, honestly, yeah, most of our players are actually from the Hamilton area. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, southern Ontario. Um, but yeah, because you know what? Uh, for one thing, like I said, yeah, we're a private organization. Yeah. Um, this is Canada's first time in the World Cup. Oh, okay. So you uh, weren't in the last one. We weren't in the last one. So we're still trying to grow our organization. Uh, like I said, my friend Katie, who I talked about earlier, she works really hard all the time to try and just get the word out. And uh, we did the best we could to spread the word for our tryout, uh, basically via social media. Um, but... It was hard to get the word out. We do have a group of players from Ottawa, um, but they are the furthest, which is about six hours from where we are. Okay. Um, but what we would really ultimately hope is to be able to grow our organization and be able to pull players from, you know, British Columbia and Alberta or out east. Um, that'd be really great, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is is uh. You know, is there, like, a prime, like, age for, like, dodgeball playing? Like, is this a sport uh, that people can get, like, I mean... You can like, play at any age. Um, so, there's another guy on my team, yeah. uh, Brian, who I was just talking to you about yeah. or earlier. Your, your uh, team back home, not the Canadian. Team, yeah, that's right. Not the Canadian team, but um, one of my teams at home. I mean, I played with... It's my, my main team at home, and I played with him forever. Yeah. He was born the same day as my mother. <laughs> He's 50... Oh, Mom, sorry. I'm going to tell them how old you are. He's 53. Okay. So, and you should see him go. I yeah. mean, top, <laughs> top level player. Um, so, on Team Canada, our youngest player just turned 18 last Friday. Nice. And our oldest player, I think he's 37. There's a couple guys who are, like, between 36 and 38. Yeah, I'm curious, so. though, like, what will be the oldest player, or, like, at just even at this competition? At this event? Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because it seems like it's a, a, you know a sport since you're not like you're not running as much as like you know like soccer oh, or man, something. It, like no, that. it's a workout. You're, I mean, you it's have, a workout, but, but you're but not. I mean, you have no idea. Like, it, yeah. I have people like anytime someone new comes out to try, they're like, I've been playing football my whole life. I've been playing hockey my whole life. I never felt like this. Like, oh really? It's crazy. <laughs> well, the way you move. I mean, you're everywhere. You know, you're, you're jumping. <laughs> you're hitting the floor. You're rolling around. You're sliding. You're throwing the ball. You know, you work every muscle in your body. <laughs> like it really takes intense athleticism to play, especially at this level. Yeah, what's like the best like but you I, know dodgeball I mean, play you've like ever seen? <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. I really, I really liked watching my friend Aaron get smashed in the face today. <laughs> so that was so maybe great. on the flip side of that, like, what's like the worst, like most savage like hit you've seen someone like take? Is there is does anything uh, stand out, or is it all just well, kind of like? Yesterday, just, one of the American guys uh, hit his finger so bad the bone popped out. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so that was pretty bad. Uh, I turned my finger up to an L one time. I had a couple minor injuries, like like ankles and stuff. But, um, yeah. No, uh, nothing's, like, stood out as, like, particularly brutal from your well, years of playing. Well, the bone popped out of the finger. The bone popped, I mean, that, I mean yeah, that, that's, that's a good one. Like, I, I heard a story. What, I don't I know what can top that, really. Yeah, well, I've heard a couple stories from my house, Lee, but I always seem to be refing on the other court when it happens. But, like, <laughs> somebody I know jumped up, and they landed on the ball with both feet, 
and they rolled and shattered both their ankles. Oh, God. Yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty bad. Uh, I heard another guy fell and smacked his head on the floor and <laughs> knocked out cold, but blood just started pooling out like crazy. Oh, my God. Okay, so on that note, what are these, like, courts usually made out of? Like, it, uh, what is that, one, that one over there is, like, concrete. It's like concrete, so yeah. like you, you could really get hurt or you're landing yeah, on your head well, there. Yeah, well, another one of the American guys fell and smashed his head. Uh, Pat Cushing, he fell and smashed his head, and, and he had to go get stitches, and he came back. <laughs> so, like, and you're saying, like, a lot of, like, the average, like, places people, or, like, places that people are playing is, like, you know, it can be anywhere, like, from, like, a like a gym or, like, kind of stuff like that. So, it's, like, yeah. hard, it's hard surfaces, like, for sure. It is. I mean, gen- ideally, uh, I think basketball flooring is the best. Okay. Um... Where like where we play at home, it's it's usually in gyms, like hard, like school floors, you know. Yeah, how much are you actually like thinking when you're playing? Like, or is there you like have so, to be like so you're actually like strategizing like a lot, or are you like is there a, is there a line between like you know overthinking or just like being in the moment and kind of like being reactionary, just like uh, instinctual? It, like? it definitely takes both. I mean, you have to have control. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said to you earlier, you have to have ball control. Um, but on the other hand, sometimes you just got to go with your gut. If you got a good shot, you just got to take it, you know? Yeah. Is there doping in dodgeball? <laughs> uh, not that I know of. Jeez. Uh, that'd be something. Not that you know, but those uh, English players look pretty beastly. Uh, those pretty English beastly. players are pretty big. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty, pretty beastly. Yeah, I don't know. I hope not. They, they seem like good guys. I don't think so. Um but yeah, no, I, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> um, how are like disputes settled over like someone's been hit? Like, is there any sort it's of referee? Is there any gamesmanship like that is just kind of like well known in terms of like, do you try to just like play it off like nothing? No, I mean, is it I've, is it more of an honor it's, system? It's it's absolutely an honor system. I mean, yeah. but on the other hand, not everybody sees it that way. Um, it's really frustrating, and it can it can really it can really turn a game. Oh, they, I could totally yeah. Because not only are they getting the advantage, they're pissing off all your players. Yeah. You know, uh, honesty is so important for for me in this game. I would rather lose the world championship honestly than win by cheating. Yeah. You know. But is that is that a, a particularly maybe Canadian sensibility? Like, is there a Canadian um, reputation? Is there some well, like, like you just like how the World Cup of Soccer is like? There's some players that countries that are known to be playing more dirty. You know, there's some countries right. that like you're right, and there are. I'm not going to name them, but we've noticed <laughs> a, a little bit of it, and it, it's very frustrating. Um, and I mean, so you gotta you gotta take it in perspective. So there's uh, twelve players, five balls. Yeah. And well, the, they had six. I think six refs on each game here. Yeah. Which is a lot. Usually there's one. Yeah. Uh, you know when you play at home or whatever, wherever. Um, but th- to watch everything. Is, yeah, it, it, it seems it, impossible. It's all too fast. You gotta watch like, all, and no, yeah, you gotta watch all the lines and make sure that you know people aren't going over the lines. You gotta watch for other rule infractions. And, yeah. And so you asked earlier, you know, who decides discrepancies and stuff? Honestly. Like, the golden rule in dodgeball is don't argue with the ref. <laughs> like, even if you're wrong, or even if yeah. he's wrong. You know what? I mean, it's different. I guess it's different with um, with this because now they're, they've got it all on camera. They can go back and do yeah. instant replays. I feel like maybe at this level, at this type of event, there's maybe a little bit more deference to the ref because uh, there's probably you know. less you can get away with, I feel like. Yeah, I was hoping for that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
some of the refs have been great. Uh, we had a rough game last night with with some refs too, and it happens. I mean, like I said, I I ref everywhere at home. Like I'm one of the I ref all over the place, and I I understand their pain. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot to watch. Yeah. And you, what can you do? I mean, you can only you can only call what you can see. So you, you, know, per, you so basically, perso- but you basically, if I'm looking, if I'm refing, yeah. and I'm looking over at this side of the court, and something happens on this side of the court, and I don't see it, and now somebody over here is screaming at me because something happened over there, well, I can't call it just because he said so. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so. Interesting. Okay, but so yeah, you know, and it for sucks. you, for and you personally, as a, player, as a Brian, you have integrity. You care about the integrity right. of the sport. That's right. Um, it sounds like the Canadians in general are. Have a bit of honor to their uh, their their sport yeah, of dodgeball. For sure, and the Americans too. You know what? We've become really good friends with the U.S. team. Um, we came down. We met them all uh, in December. We came down like we had to play the. They called it the America's Cup, mm-hmm. and that was a qualifying qualifying round for this. Yeah, um, it was just a friendly game because. Uh, Canada and the U.S. are the only American teams, like of all the Americas, uh, are the only American teams who are in the organization. So we kind of both got in by default because the top two teams make it. Oh, So yeah. basically if Mexico or Brazil or any other country got into it, then there would have been more competition there. But because yeah. it's just the two of us, it was just for fun. But, I mean, we played against them. They're a great group. And then we went out for dinner with them, and they came back, and we, we had a, a pretty good party. Uh, we, well, when the Canadians came down, we rented an Airbnb, and there was, like, 20 of us staying in one house. So we had a massive house party and just kind of, you know, bonded for life with these uh, US, <laughs> U.S. players. And yeah, that sounds I, I awesome. I have nothing but good things to say about <laughs> them, too. So, um, yeah. you know, Canada and U.S., both great teams, great group of players, great, honest. How do you, you know, uh, how is it figured out who would be a better player for, like, a, a mixed team versus, like, a, um, the same gender team? It depends. I mean, I think it depends on the perspective of the, of the coaches and the people in charge. Uh, if you want my opinion... I think they put two of our strongest players on our mixed team, uh, Justin Murphy and Aaron Beckley. Uh, they and Brian, of course. And Brian, of course. <laughs> Is so, there like a le- like uh, a legendary player? <laughs> Depends who you ask. In like, uh, not, I'm, I'm sure there's like legendary for just like uh, you know, I mean, we're Hamilton, I, but like, is there is there like some sort of just like legendary figure, dodgeball star? figure, other um, than like what's that guy like? Uh, like, is there a Wayne Gretzky of dodgeball? Yeah, something uh, like that. Or like, what was the guy in the movie? Even like the Pats O'Hulahan or something. Or Patches O'Hulahan. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna go with him. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. There's not a real guy though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe for some people, like I said, this the thing is, this is our first time in the World Organization, so this is our first time seeing it all. You know, so England is the top team. I'm sure they have a star player. I don't know who he is. Um, <laughs> you know, we have star players from around the area where I come from, sure, um, and I know them, and I could tell you, you know, who yeah. I think our star players are. But uh, when it comes to like a, a Michael Jordan of of dodgeball uh i haven't i haven't seen one yet yeah <laughs> Vince Vaughn. no there's gonna be a brian out there listening right now that's, <laughs> that's like right brian getting, get on it getting come on brian you could be here too you could be the you next know, brian in young, dodgeball there's a young brian listening he's like oh i didn't know dodgeball was a sport like what's <laughs> this is a thing it might be in the olympics soon like you gotta ride that wave you gotta like 
take advantage of this moment. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, so w- what's next for you as far as like a uh, dodgeball? Like, do you have any more goals aside from playing in the world cup? Like, are you, it doesn't really, well, or you just live, you just live, you just, you know, achieved your dream right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't really get much bigger than this. If it were um, to be in the Olympics like that, does that seem like a slow like process, process to, like where it would be? When, like, when I first heard about it, I was told there was a possibility for even 2020. Really? It's, okay. Apparently, dodgeball is on the watch list for the Olympics. Right Interesting. Now. Um, I don't even I don't know for sure, but I think that there might have even been like scouts here from the Olympics to check it all out. Damn. So uh, don't quote me on that, but <laughs> but I heard rumors about that. Well, about, uh, you're being recorded, ago. so <laughs> you're getting quoted. On. Well, that's fine, but I mean, like, I I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but if it were to happen that early, I mean, like, you. Uh, if you want my opinion, I don't think so. It's I think it's going to take a little more time, but. But if it were to happen that early, uh-huh. you uh, you might be uh, you might be uh, throwing yourself in the ring there. I mean, maybe uh, I could try out again. Yeah. Um, if not, I'd like to. I think I'd still stay involved with the organization. Um, I'm, I'm. So you can always like ref and stuff too. Ref. Or would you not too. want that pressure? Um, <coughs> no, I, I'm not afraid to ref. Like I said, yeah, I ref every day. Um, but I would definitely like to stay involved in some sort of form to help with the organization of the team. Nice. Yeah. Okay, well let's uh, let's get into the Brian questions. I think we've uh, I think I got a much better understanding of the World Cup of dodgeball, and I'm looking forward <laughs> to now watching the the championship tonight. And uh, no, it's super. It's like just super interesting. It's crazy. <laughs> right on, man. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, thanks. Okay, thanks. so uh, first first question though, uh, why did do you know why your parents named you Brian? Um, I'm pretty sure my mother told me that she had a good friend when she was a little kid named Brian, and something about him stood out to her, and actually, they were going to name me Adam, uh, thank God they didn't, or we wouldn't be here, <laughs> um, but, uh, when I was born, they changed it at the last minute. Are you, uh, Irish at all? Do you have any Irish ancestry? I mean, I don't see you playing for the Irish team. No, I don't think my name kind of came from any, uh, ancestry, ancestral reasons, um, just my mom liked the name, I think. Yeah, I feel like most yeah. people I've interviewed have, have no Irish ancestry. No, I, I have, uh, I'm mostly, I'd say I'm ha- I'm very Canadian. Very Canadian. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like my family's been in Canada forever, but uh, if you have to trace my roots, I'm, uh, well, French, Canadian, so French. Um, French and Scottish. Oh, okay, and English, cool. And English as well. Do you know why your parents named it with a, an I versus a Y? I got nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what about like any siblings? Like, where does Brian fit in? Like, do you you have any siblings and their names? Uh, yeah, I have siblings, but it doesn't really fit in. I mean, my, my brother's name is John, and then I have a half brother uh, named Robert. What about what have you named? Any pets or uh, children? Uh, a car, a bike. Uh, well, what have I'm, you named? I have a dog named Willow. Willow. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty cool. It's uh, pretty cool name. I have a cat named Storm. Um, that's all I got Storm and Willow I like it Storm and Willow yeah alright two part question dead or alive one other Brian to meet who would it be Uh, and favorite Brian of all time Mm. I think Brian Jones would be creepy because he's dead 
<laughs> well, I mean, you'd meet him, uh, you know, not dead. Oh, oh right, you dead or alive. You would a corpse, you know, having a one-sided conversation. Um, I mean, hey, Brian Wilson would be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know, actually, he's a weirdo. Uh, but it'd be cool to uh, to see... Uh, well, all right, then I'd have a drink with Brian Jones. Sure, I'll go chill with the Rolling Stones. Okay, so that's a meet, and then what about favorite of all time? Ah, uh, Brian the dog. Okay. He, come on, can't go wrong. Good choices, good choices. <laughs> um, all right, here's a trivia question. Um, which Canadian Brian was born in Kingston, Ontario, and is a famous musician? Brian Adams. Yep, got it. Didn't even need the... Boom! <laughs> and Kingston, that's like, is that, is that, it's not too far from Hamilton, it's right? It's about uh, probably three hours. Okay, yeah. yeah. Is uh, is is he? I wonder if he's more popular there just because of uh, he's, proximity. Uh, he's a Canadian icon. Is he? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's number one up north. Yeah. No, maybe not number one. He's not number one, but he's very very popular. Yeah. So uh, for uh, unknown people who don't know about him, listening, he did like that summer of '69 song, Heaven. The everything I do, I do it for you. The Robin Hood song. What's the Robin Hood song? That's what that is. Everything I do. That Rob, uh, that Kevin Costner Robin Hood movie from the early nineties. That's the song from that uh, movie. He uh, also, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really sure, but the rumors are he slept with Princess Diana. No, yeah, I, I was gonna just say like uh, when I just Googled him, um, yeah, that came up. Uh, yeah. par- apparently, his butler or her former butler like said he. Uh, used to sneak the the sneaker into the Kensington Palace to have his affair with the uh, Princess Diana. Good for him. Good for her. He's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a harder question. If you had to choose a first name other than Brian, what would it be? Oh, man. <laughs> well, then I wouldn't be here. Um, uh, I'm going to go with George. 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 Interesting choice. Okay. Uh, it's just, you know what? Whenever I go to Starbucks, that's the name I give them. Oh, really? I don't really know why. <laughs> Okay, do you believe there are any uh, shared... But with comp- a J. But with a J. Oh, like, what do you mean? Like, how would you spell that? J-O-R-G-E. J-O-R-G-E. <laughs> I just made that up now. Uh, okay, I was going to say, so then you go to Starbucks, you give them the name George, and then they spell it G-O, and then you get mad they, at you, get, you get fake mad at them for not spelling it J-O-R. I'm, yeah, maybe sometimes. Get it right, guys. Come on. Overall, would you say that being a Brian has been a plus or a minus in your life? Oh, definitely a plus. I don't know how it could be a minus. <laughs> but any memorable instances of your name being misspelled brain? Anything memorable? Oh, every day. Anything memorable? Any, like, particularly oh. scarring incidents? I see. Uh, not so much. No. Uh, I just do get called brain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, like, uh, we're going to, let's just end it with, uh, is there any m- message you'd like to say to all the Brian's out there? Uh... Yeah, guys, just uh, keep being Brian. Keep being awesome. <laughs> I, got right, I got nothing. All right, that was uh, that was Brian Waring, um, uh, and you can find him on a dodgeball court near you. You or, got it. And uh, you know, join your join your local dodgeball league, and you know, you may end up uh, in the Olympics one day. You. Uh, Oh, yeah, you might also see Brian Waring on the 2020 Olympics, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, definitely uh, get in, uh, get on that dodgeball court, man. We want to see you. And if you have some time, come on up to Hamilton, Ontario. Look me up. Yeah, you know, you can rock out to Brian uh, Adams together. There you go. All right, thanks, Brian. <laughs> Perfect, man. No problem. <laughs>